Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is a Lip Media Podcast. This episode of The Gays Are Revolting is brought to you by The Wine Gallery. Give the gift of a wine subscription to someone you love this Christmas. Visit thewinegallery.com.au and get $25 off your first box when you use the code GAYSREVOLTING at the checkout. This episode of The Gays Are Revolting is brought to you by Koala. Koala mattresses have a removable, washable cover, keeping your mattress looking good and feeling fresh. Visit koala.com and get $150 off purchases over $1,000 when you use the code GAYSREVOLTING at checkout. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be listening today. Welcome to The Gays Are Revolting, your definitive weekly news source for contemporary gays. We put the G in LGBTQIA+, and we're here to help you be the best G you can be. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Gays Revolting and Instagram at Gays Revolting Pod. Wayo, welcome hey, back. Wayo. So, I'm going to double back on everything I said last week about reading. <laughs> and introduce you all by reading you all for <laughs> Phil. Yay. We've got all four of us back We're all in back room. together. Yes. Happy family. I have been here every week. <laughs> yes. First off, we're joined by Kyle, who you may have seen dressed up as the Scarecrow for Halloween this week, which is quite apt considering how brainless his performance is <laughs> on the that podcast. <laughs> Also honoured to be joined by Tom, who's single-handedly keeping the sex trade alive in Bali. <laughs> so it's quite an honour to have you here. And it took a lot of, lot of time for me to actually figure out something mean to say about Mikey, but I think this week I am actually going to read Mikey. Okay. And lastly, other than me, of course, we've got Mikey, whose earlobes aren't the only thing that's stretched and worn out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. And there we have it, guys. And of course, Luke, how are you, darling? I'm good. No one yelled or threw a rock at me this week. That's good. We're in a new space. We have to, like, respect it. So coming up good, how was everyone's week? Yeah, Yeah, good. I just got back to Brisbane like a day ago. How was Brizzy? It was fucking hot. Did you go to, uh, what's the gay bar, Fluffy? Uh, Yes. Yes. Was it heaven? Yeah, well, it was Halloween on Sunday. Mm. I went dressed as, as Luke said, a scarecrow, and it was a lot of fun. You looked good. I lost my keys and wallet. Your hot brother looked very good as the Tin Man. You need a back off. (laughs) (laughs) So what happened to your face? Uh, So I went to to Halloween. 
sorry, the actual, the grazes on your face. I wasn't being mean. <laughs> Thank you. So I went to Halloween uh, dressed as a Coles employee who'd been attacked by a middle-aged woman yeah. and um, had like Coles little things, you know, the, 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 yeah, the, the minis, the, mini. the minis, the, the Coles, Coles minis, minis. <laughs> um, coming out of my face with blood dripping down. And I used this fake blood that I got from this proper makeup shop and it would not, like I bought the proper rubbing alcohol to take it off and it would not come off. And I'd had a couple of wines and I was like scrubbing it with a towel and I've given myself carpet the- burn. So oh. now I've got big scabs on my face that people keep asking about. It, just, it looks like you've fallen over. It looks like I've had a fall. And the scary thing is the amount of people that have not said to me, <laughs> did you fall over? That have said, have you had a fall? Because you only ask that to old people. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Have you, have you had a fall, sir? <laughs> sir. Oh. Um, yeah. So that's my battered face. Oh. But, you know, at least it's my face yeah. this week. Yeah. I think <laughs> the funniest thing is we all met for a drink before this and none of us asked because we all assumed it was a sex injury. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what the really funny thing is? I got an Uber to the party I was going to when I had the Coles little things coming out of my head. And it was it was like a few nights before Halloween. And the Uber driver didn't say a single thing. He was just like, how's your day? I was like, yeah, good. Thinking he's going to bring it up. He's going to yeah. bring it up. He's like, oh, yeah, where are you off to? I was like, just going just going to a bar. He's like, oh, yeah, cool. And just didn't acknowledge yeah. that yeah, I had Coles it. minis coming out of my head. It's like those damn gays. <laughs> So I stupidly this week <laughs> decided not to wear sunscreen and oh. ended up very, very sunburned, <laughs> which has been horrible and sleeping has not been great. But in turn, I've had to wear a full face of makeup to work every day because like my face is literally like as red as a lobster. Really? Mm. I couldn't tell at all. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you are so good at makeup, <laughs> makeup skills. I've been enjoying wearing makeup again, but like at the same time, it is such a nuisance. But I've gotten so many compliments, <laughs> and everyone's just like, "What's, I was thinking what's your going skin on? Looks your mm. skin looks so yeah. nice." I'm just like, "What doesn't my skin look not like good?" <laughs> How dare you? Like, sir. What are you talking about? Like, it got me thinking about are more men wearing makeup now because, like, I see guys everywhere. And I'm just like, "Damn!" Like, your skin is incredible. Yeah. Is it because you're wearing makeup? <laughs> is that what it is? Is it because like, yeah. like you just have like a better skincare routine? Like, and oh, you said more men. I feel like <laughs> I thought you said Mormons wearing more makeup. Men. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, uh, okay, I don't know how that links, but okay. <laughs> but no, like, obviously women have a pressure to wear makeup and, like, more and more you're yeah. seeing more yeah. male makeup artists come into the industry, regardless of sexuality. Yeah. I would say more that I think it's just becoming an option for everybody yeah. now, whereas I feel like there's less women wearing makeup because they now feel like it's more of an option to wear yeah. it. Um, it's sort of like an opt-out, opt-in thing. Definitely, right, I've noticed a lot mm. more guys wearing it. Personally, I don't feel any pressure to wear it at all. Yeah. I'm kind of into guys that wear it. I think it can look really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, I wouldn't make a decision on whether to fuck someone or date someone <laughs> based on whether or not they wear makeup. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 Totally. I think it's a new trend, I think, that's yeah. on the rise. And, totally. and it's not really new. I think it's just becoming... Like, because if you look at, like, 80s, like, there was heaps of male makeup. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but that was, like... Fashion. Yeah, it was just, like, the fa- that was, like, the like really stuff. bright kind of stuff. Like, yeah, yeah thinking, like, David Bowie. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, Boy George and stuff. But even then, like... Going out, guys would wear makeup, yeah. and that was yeah. the style that they would yeah. wear it in. Now it might be more natural with a yeah. just... Totally. Yeah. But I think it's more common day to day. Yeah, because mm. we're at the stage now where makeup brands are releasing products specifically. Yeah, yeah. For like men. I've seen all over ASOS, like yeah. shopping yeah. on ASOS, they have like a specific brand targeting men. Like I feel like I, I feel like I have an obligation to mention JB every episode. Yeah, yeah. but JB and I love playing with makeup, yeah. and it's something we like yeah. talk to each other about whenever we're alone mm. and his girlfriend's mm. not around. Be like, <laughs> maybe we should try on some of the eyeshadow. <laughs> He's a straight male, so it's yeah. something that's not just specifically gay mm. men. Is this interest in like? 
these products and how mm. it can change our appearance. I think it's also tied to a rise in YouTube culture. I feel like yeah, oh, yeah. Um, a lot of these brands have been kickstarted by male YouTubers yeah. Yeah. who are mm. makeup artists. I yeah. also love that because there's a shit ton of drama. Oh, oh my yeah. god! Oh, it's, it it's so good. <laughs> I just get sucked in because it, I don't do anything like the crazy makeup or whatever. But like on yeah. my Instagram popular page or YouTube, yeah. it's so therapeutic. Like I just get mystified. It's like watching infomercials. Yeah, yeah. Like I just watch these people just it's so meticulously apply all their makeup and all the different like stages and like yeah. it's really interesting. Yeah, I as someone that does makeup for performing like in dra- oh, drag when yeah. I'm doing old lady makeup, that's actually my least like a lot of drag queens and performers that do character mm. stuff quite enjoy that process of putting mm-hmm. on the makeup it actually drives me nuts and I, I understand it I'm like I just need it. to get yeah. this done yeah. so yeah. I can go do the character so I think that's why I've never really wanted to try it in my boy life yeah. because I'm I, I hate doing it when you yeah, really. when you become Edith Vale for like Granny Bingo and stuff, like mm. how long does that take you to apply your face? It depends how much we're getting paid for the gig. <laughs> <laughs> to be quite honest with you, oh. um, so like if yeah. we're gonna do a proper full face, yeah. it's probably about two hours. Do you have breaks? You're just like okay. No, it's just sort of seeing sure, like drinking yeah. and chatting while yeah, you're yeah. doing it, but it's probably about a solid two hours. Comedy festival last year. By the end of comedy festival, we'd done it every single night for two months. Oh so by God. the end of comedy festival, I think we'd gotten it down to about forty five minutes. Wow. But yeah, so anywhere between an hour. And two hours yeah. for a standard wow. face. What about wow. you? Yeah, like, Mikey, so, you do drag. Yours thing, is much like, more fierce. Yeah. Like, I used to love getting into drag mm. and, like, as time has gone on, I've sort of just been like, this process takes so damn long. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I like when I'm at the end of it and it's great, but it's that two to three hours yeah. that I'm sitting there putting stuff on my face and I'm like, can someone else do it, please? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is interesting though because do you find a lot of queens really like that pro- Like, yeah, you see a lot of yeah. queens doing their Instagram lives it's while like, they're doing yeah. it or... And they'll have a chat with everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I hate it. So you should <laughs> Like, whereas like it's so much concentration for me like yeah. if someone else yeah. is in the room it takes like, me an extra hour because yeah. I'm distracted yeah. talking to them but then like for ages I was just like nah don't want to wear makeup as a boy mm-hmm. and then there were like a few events that I'd gone to that were like queer events and I was just like oh stuff it let's mm. just like put some makeup on and I actually really enjoy doing that because yeah. it only takes me half and was hour. that when like were you doing like natural makeup as a boy or yeah. like kind of doing like bright colours it's more and... like natural skin yeah. no like carving or anything or uh-huh. contouring yeah. and then just like a really pretty eye mm, and cool. like that's fun and it easy and like yeah. I really enjoy doing that because it's half an hour 45 minutes tops like yeah. it's no biggie Tom it's should insane. turn us all into grannies <laughs> oh yeah we'll have a How granny funny party would that be? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because oh I was gosh. actually going to ask because I see a lot of people complaining about on Twitter you know with the rise of more men wearing makeup yeah. and it being intrinsically more mm. of a feminine thing there is a discussion forming against the masculinity side yep. and the mask yeah. for mask yeah. versus members of the community who are starting to explore and experiment with makeup. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of posts clapping back at people who potentially have mask for mask profiles then putting on a bit of eyeliner or eyeshadow mm-hmm. for Halloween or whatever and saying, girl, I'm fishy tonight, yeah. I'm a femme. Like, we've talked about identifying as queer, mm. and you mentioned, like, if you're going to a queer event, you'll whack on a bit of makeup. Yeah. Feels good, and it feels fun to be in that environment. So, do you find that that's an expression of your identity as well? Oh, definitely. Yeah. And so, I find, like, this resurgence of yeah. men wearing makeup is really tied in with mm. also the resurgence of the queer movement and mm. yeah. uh, the blurring of gender lines and yeah. the comfortability of people. It's, yeah, and sort of being comfortable with your own masculinity and 
femininity at the mm. same time. Whereas, like, I myself am very comfortable with both. I, I feel sorry for the men that are still conflicted with that whole situation. Just but do you. It, that sort of ties into what you were saying earlier, Luke, about learning off YouTube and that sort of thing. Because when you think about it, like, doing makeup mm. is a bit of an art form. Sometimes yeah, absolutely. You know, it looks like a toddler's done it. And sometimes, <laughs> it, or, you know, you might end up looking like a Picasso rather yeah, than an oil painting. But it is, it is an artwork thing. And, mm. and with any art form, you have to learn how to do that. And someone teaches you. And girls learn from their mums how to do their makeup. Yeah. And obviously, they then add to that and develop it themselves once they get older. Mm. But that's something that is traditionally taught as a, a motherly, daughterly thing. Boys don't learn from their father mm. how to do makeup and stuff. You and didn't learn makeup with- from your dad? No. <laughs> And now with the um, advent of YouTube, all these guys that didn't learn how to do it have a way to sit at home, like not embarrass themselves by trying to just guess their Mm -hmm. way through it and go out looking like a dick, but Mm. sit at home and watch it on YouTube and and learn that from online tutorials and then go out and express the way they want to feel on their skin. Does anyone have a favourite YouTube makeup? Uh, Manny, what is it? Manny Manny MUA can like die in a hole. I don't know. Jeffrey all the way. I've always been a Jeffrey star. Is he the guy? Oh, Jeffrey star. Yeah. So like, he's that young kid who does like, and he did the Ariana Grande like James. James Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I first started going out clubbing and stuff with my brother, he will quite often do like natural makeup on Mm. himself, and he would offer to do it on me. I would accept sometimes and be like, yeah, because I want to feel confident. But I'd always be so conscious. I'm like, no, 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 you're putting on too much. You're gonna notice that there's makeup on me and freak out he's like oh chill out but um now like i'm a lot better with it i think Mm. i genetically kind of have just really dark rings under my eyes at all times so like quite often like i will wear like a bit of concealer under my eyes just for like confidence and everything yeah well it's just like i get really dark rings and i am very conscious of it so i'll just do that and just feel a bit better in japan i got some concealer and like bb cream because for like a brown brother like a few years ago (laughs) getting like things that matched the skin yeah. tone was very difficult so I remember going That's to Japan yeah. and stocking up yeah. and just using it for little mm. spots and yeah. like under the eyes and things like that That's actually one thing I wanted to ask you guys about because a lot yeah. of the different makeup companies are changing the name mm. of the shades that they have where it used to be like flesh coloured oh. tan coloured other African night <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. it was very white as the standard and also yeah. I've also noticed I don't know if you've noticed Mikey mm. as a fellow drag yes. queen but um, stockings used to be Flesh coloured tan, yeah. wow. and then some sort of like ethnic yeah. reference yeah. For, for anything darker than that. Oh, it's changed yeah. massively yeah, yeah. over time because now with social media and all the beauty gurus on YouTube, they're calling out all these brands being yeah. like, mm-hmm. "You have ten shades for white people and two for black wasn't people." It like, wasn't or brown Rihanna people. a big thing Fenty. for that? Didn't yeah, she release yeah, like Fenty. a whole lot of different shades? It's like and fifty like shades for of color, like the biggest range you've ever yeah. seen in your life, and it's every color of person. Yeah, she, like it's yeah. amazing. Like amazing to the darkest of dark skin to like the warmest undertone to mm. the fairest affair. She's done in such yeah. an incredible job and like set such a high standard for the beauty industry so that good. now if mm. anyone else comes out with a shade range mm. less than 20, yeah. everyone's like, mm, no. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not how you do it anymore. Because like, even now I struggle to find a shade that's correct because yeah, yeah. I am like of mixed race. It's not always the right sort of mm-hmm. undertone for my skin yeah. color. Yeah. So I end up mixing two or three different foundations oh. to be able to get the right blend. I do remember growing up using pencil crowns and stuff in school and people would always refer to it as oh, flesh yeah, color yeah. and I yeah. used to always call it peach because yeah. I was like oh it's a peach it color yeah. but <laughs> all these new shades are such great news for all of the bogans yeah. in Cronulla that want to do blackface, <laughs> blackface yeah. oh. on Halloween different shades and just blackface. make sure that they can get it the exact shade of blackface yeah. that they want to do for their offensive costume yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. good news color match your hatred <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Do you guys get a Mardi Gras? I've oh, n- not been. No. You've really? not been. So, this year was the first year for me. It was, it was your, your so Virgin much. Mardi Gras. Yeah, I've so only been once. Really? Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, I'm an old hat. I've been several times, and I <laughs> like love how it. many how many years has it been going? <laughs> yeah, not not, not <laughs> since 1978. No, wasn't it like the was it the 40th? The 40th anniversary. Yeah, yeah. 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 1978 was the first. I don't know if you guys follow the politics of it. Yes and no. The organization. So there's been a lot of well, it's always been political, but the last couple of years there's been a lot of controversy in the running of it yeah. and a lot of conversations happening in yeah, how it's yeah, run yeah. and what it's there for and that sort of thing so and on Monday there was a big vote so there's a what's being referred to as an extreme left group and I think that's probably a fair judgment to call them that yeah. um, called Pride in Protest and what they've been trying to do is ban certain people from marching in the parade some of them I agree with and some of them I don't so uh, there's other little things like banning um, the use of sniffer dogs which is something I totally agree yeah. with so some of the people they want to ban and this was voted on on Monday and it was voted down uh, the Liberal Party the Police Force oh. Armed Services Qantas and ANZ oh. the Liberal Party sort of goes back to I don't know if you guys remember a couple of years ago during the yeah. uh, Marriage Equality Postal Survey yeah, yeah. Malcolm Turnbull was uninvited from the Mardi Gras yeah, by that. the Mardi Gras oh, board yeah. after it was voted on okay. it's similar reasons they want to ban the Liberal Party from marching mm. the Police Force is obviously because of a lot of things that have happened like illegal things that members yeah. of the Police Force have done especially back in the 80s in Sydney mm-hmm. there was a lot of LGBTI people but especially yeah. gay men in, at Beats mm-hmm. um, that were murdered by police members really yeah, yeah I didn't um, know it's, it's a huge thing and then oh, yeah. um, Qantas because they deport refugees so there's different reasons for each yeah. thing my personal opinion is I just don't feel like anyone should be banned from marching yeah. at Mardi Gras yeah. keeping in mind everyone has to apply to march anyway so it's not mm-hmm. a guarantee that you can march mm-hmm. but in order to march you have to have some LGBTI connection so um, yeah. Qantas have like huge support groups for their LGBTI staff they've invested a lot of money into Mardi Gras as well as other LGBTI LGBTI support networks and things like that. The same yeah. as ANZ. All I think flight attendants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of the flight attendants and the CEO. Of oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. I remember, I don't, like, just as a side note, I don't know if you guys have ever looked through the AIDS quilt. It's all, it's all been documented online and it's stored in, I think, a warehouse because it's so huge. Okay. I remember breaking down when I got to, there was like a patch for remembering the Qantas crew members that had died during the AIDS epidemic. Yeah. Wow. And it said something like, you're flying amongst the stars now. I remember saying that and it just oh. making it so real and bursting into tears. Yeah. Anyway, that's Oh my god, this is giving shit. But there's also um, A and Z. So yes, you know there is negative things to that organization, but they also have been supporting Mardi Gras for about 20 years. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I I I just feel like banning anyone from marching. Is mm. dangerous territory. It is. Yes, I disagree with the Liberal Party's mm. political totally. movements as far as supporting LGBTI people, but I wouldn't want to discourage LGBTI people from joining the Liberal Party no. if yeah. they if they support it, because that means there's more of us in that party yeah. that can yes. make change. Same thing as Qantas and ANZ. Mm. The police, I feel really strongly against banning them from marching. Definitely. I know that we have had a difficult history with the yeah. police force, especially in New South Wales. However, these are LGBTI police members that That's want to march yeah. and I don't think we should stop them from doing that as far as specific politicians go I think there's a big difference between not inviting and banning mm. um, yeah so Malcolm Turnbull was uninvited, uninvited. Yeah. I know that yeah. he's personally has been a lifelong supporter of, of marriage equality mm. but his party that he was leading at the time was putting they us through the marriage equality yeah. debate it didn't mean that he was banned from coming to Mardi Gras he can still just, come as a private citizen yeah but he wasn't going to be invited, invited as, a as, a, as, a, as a as a official Invitee of Mardi Gras. Yeah. Mm. I think Mardi Gras representing the 
LGBTI community can be very smart in who it invites and who it doesn't invite as official invitees. And that does send a very strong message about how we feel. Mm. But actively banning anyone? I don't know. It just feels messy for me. Like, as you said, like uninviting or just not inviting people mm-hmm. that they don't agree with yeah. totally go for yeah. it but like actively seeking out yeah. these groups and being like nah yeah. you're bad you cannot that come here kind of seems to be going in the complete opposite direction of like what Mighty Gras is supposed yeah, to be about yeah it's supposed to be like, about inclusivity yeah like, and if you're excluding all these people yeah. yeah that doesn't mean to say that oh great a neo-nazi organisation no. want to march <laughs> let's let them march you still have to apply you still have to prove why your yeah. organisation is an important part of the LGBTI community yeah. And there are queer liberals. Personally, I don't get why there are, <laughs> but there are. I didn't understand the whole police thing for a while because, like, I just hadn't looked into it. And I remember midsummer last year, I think it was, or the year before, when we had the Pride March in St Kilda, and there was a bunch of protesters once the police was sort of coming yeah. down the stretch. And I didn't quite get why. I was just like, oh, like, isn't that a good thing that they're here? Like, they're all LGBT representatives. And then I looked into it, and then yeah, the violence with the police in the eighties and stuff. Yeah. And like, well, in me, Melbourne, it was in the Tasty riots. Yeah. yeah, I think it was the early nineties. And, like, yeah. that made me sort of understand why people are against having the police. But at the same time, like... I don't want to discourage like, LGBTI people from joining the police no. force. And the ones that are marching are the ones we want more of. Like, yeah. I want to celebrate those individuals in the in the police force. Yeah. Well, I always think, obviously, if you are a part of a hate group or any sort of extremist, you know, there are, in some extremes, some very black and white standards mm-hmm. of yeah. neo-Nazis and any sort of hate group. That, I think, is safe territory to make a statement of, Mm -hmm. like, that is not welcome and it is not okay. But everything in the LGBT world is, to some extent, political. And an important part of being political and having a voice is also having the voice of dissent and a contrasting voice. It doesn't mean that I agree with these people. Mm. Well, I agree with some of the points, not all of them. Mm. But I do find that it's always important, especially in the queer community that's built itself up as fundamentally being a voice of dissent in the first place, to keep that spirit and allowing people to voice their opinions. Mm. A lot of the things that I've read about, what is it, P&P? P and P, party and pride. Party what? and pride ha- oh, has been labelled them as anarchists, extremists. Yeah, some pretty violent terms, mm. which doesn't paint them in a very nice light. Mm. There was one article saying that like their opinions had made someone cry and leave a room. Well, she had a panic attack, but I think that was more to do with the, just the uh, that meeting on Monday ended up going for three hours, yeah. and there was quite a lot of heated debate, and that person yeah. had a panic attack from that and left the meeting. Yeah, and. I I think those discussions are really important to have mm. in this day and age and especially as we've talked about it before with the pink dollar mm. and how mm. problematic mm. that can be for us as individuals and knowing the facts and even having this conversation now even if we don't agree with mm. all of the points everyone listening has at least learnt something about the history or the connections that these companies have and then can make a choice whether they support it or not mm. yeah. but if it wasn't for these conversations and for people that are the voice of dissent, a lot of people don't know or ever learn or experience that there are histories because it's shielded from them. Absolutely, yeah. The two companies that they were specifically targeting in this vote was ANZ and Qantas. But there is, and this is around the world, I know London Pride um, had the same thing, I think San Francisco, there was a lot of discussion about it as well, about corporate sponsorship of Pride events and a lot Mm. of companies going for the pink dollar. And I think I've said to you guys, I don't know on the podcast or not, but... Personally, I think corporate sponsorship of LGBTI events is a 
fucking brilliant thing in 1978 when the first march happened in Sydney. So that was following on from the Stonewall riots mm. uh, in the States. So the Sydney one was organized. 250 people rocked up. They had got permission to protest. The police revoked the permission at the last minute. They were like, fuck it, we're marching down Oxford Street anyway. Yeah. People came out of the bars. The 250 grew to 2,000. And by the time that they got to the gardens, they had the shit beaten out of them. They were arrested. Their names were printed in the Sydney Morning Herald. Their first and last oh, names were wow. printed in the Sydney Morning Herald. Yeah. Lots of them were fired from their job because it was still illegal to be gay at the time. So... The idea that in 40 years, so that was 1978, mm-hmm. it's 2018 now, in 40 years, we've gone from people getting fired for protesting for their rights to companies starting LGBTI support groups and yeah. networks within their organization, plus putting their dollar towards putting on these events because Mardi Gras would not be happening at the level that it happens yeah. without this corporate sponsorship. No and they know that by doing that, they're going to piss off a lot of extreme right-wing people that do not support the LGBTI community. For them to be able to do that now, I think it's just showing how far we've come and that's a one wonderful thing I think and one good thing that I hope will come from this is that um, Pride in Protest this what's being referred to as an extreme left group mm-hmm. are trying to get people from their group onto the Mardi Gras board to get and, I think, that, on the board. and I think that would be fantastic I yeah, think that'd totally. be really good to, to have someone on the board to challenge ideas and to make sure that they are like taking different perspectives Absolutely. and stuff I just yeah. don't know that I agree with these specific movements that they've tried yeah, to yeah. have passed sort of like having Kyle on this show <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's so important in our community to always mm. have a reminder of our past, no matter how distant it is, so we know how far we've come yeah, absolutely. and what's happened and that we are constantly challenging each other mm. to be yeah. better individuals yeah. and to be a better community. Mm. The, I think the reason why these talks go for so long, the reason why these meetings go for three hours, we have a constant need to really lock things into these black yeah. and yeah. whites mm-hmm. and to be able to lock down and be like good, bad... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know, and it's the problem also with PC culture that we've talked about in the past yeah. and mm-hmm. really trying to be able to figure out this person's bad now yeah. Yeah. and this mm-hmm. person's good. And then oftentimes it's just not the reality. There's some no. weird gray area where a company can help fund an LGBT event that gives a lot mm-hmm. of life to mm-hmm. a lot of people and can have a really awful history yeah. with yeah. LGBT rights in their past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the both can coexist. Mm-hmm. And it's how we manage that yeah. respectfully. Well, my birthday is coming up next week. That's true. Uh, but more importantly, Christmas is coming up. <laughs> well, you're Christ as far as I'm concerned. Aww, All the best things in life, I think, come in bottles. Ammo, messages, <laughs> and wine. Yeah. Messages. That checks out with your age. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Why not give a good friend a nice yeah. little package this Christmas in a bottle? I love a good package in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that'd be painful. You know, my tradition every Christmas is just giving someone their own self-portrait made out of macaroni <laughs> and a few strands of my pubic hair. But I think this year I'm going to mix it up and yeah. actually get people something they can use and get drunk off of. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> just not the stench of your pubes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Other than my pubic hair. So giving. If you're stuck for a gift idea, visit thewinegallery.com.au and get $25 off your first box when you use the code GAYSREVOLTING at checkout. So, you know, sometimes when, like, you're just getting it on, you're having a good time, and you accidentally <laughs> knock over your bottle of Amol. Yes. And then your bed just reeks of it, yes. and then there's a big stain. Yeah. I mean, well, if you're lucky enough, and you have a koala mattress, you don't have to worry about that. Because you can wash them, can't you? <laughs> yes, you can. You, you just can unzip them. Oh, wow. And it doesn't matter if it, it could be a bottle of Amol. Yep. It might be some sort of bodily fluid That's if you're Luke. Yeah. <laughs> And you yeah. can unzip the whole thing and pop it in yeah. the washing machine. In the wash, and she's good You're referring to, go. to tears, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, we need to talk about your sex life, darling. Oh, no. It is not 
<laughs> we all know there's a whole lot of sinning going on in my bedroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and exorcisms are so expensive nowadays. Oh, yes, yes. Oh. they are. So and it is actually more <laughs> yeah. and problematic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really convenient to have a mattress that you can actually wash. Yeah, yeah that's really something. That's, and I can finally <laughs> remove the exorcist from my seat. And it's <laughs> the best part about this is it's yeah. not so embarrassing when you move house and you have to get the Oh my god! The removalist to pick up that mattress that has yeah, the stains right in the middle of <laughs> yeah. the bed, like a, a human-shaped stain. <laughs> when you've had your late-night wanks and you're too lazy to clean it up. Good <laughs> lord! <laughs> Visit koala.com and get $150 off purchases over $1,000 when you use the code GazeRevolting at checkout. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I finally got my wish. We get... <laughs> Braces. <laughs> 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 Bitch <laughs> I finally get to talk about horror films Oh yeah, uh, Which is something I brought up I think in yeah. The interview yeah. oh, really? For the this show And have been messaging Dan about for ages <laughs> We even had a Halloween episode And we didn't get to talk about yeah. Spooky yeah. Oaky horror And it's just been yesterday was, yeah. Yesterday? Yeah, yesterday was Halloween yeah. Where I was laying down on my floor Pretending I wasn't home Because there were trick or treaters on my street <laughs> <laughs> I got such a good burn in at the bar the other day oh, yeah. where the bartender came up and was like, do you not know it's Halloween? Like, you guys are just here drinking. And I was like, no, we're going trick-or-treating after this. We're Obvious. the scariest thing in the world. <laughs> we're two fucking homosexuals. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween is not for children in Australia. It's for homosexuals. But I've always been fascinated because I love horror films. Mm-hmm. Mikey hates spooky ooky stuff. Um, oh, my God. You don't? But no. a lot of members of our community gravitate towards yeah, the yeah. genre. And there's also aspects in drag with Dragula. Oh, yeah. Um, and we've had a, this connection to the genre for so long. Absolutely. And people are starting to pick it apart and look at it and go, why is that? But when you think about it, it makes so much sense to me. So the main points I've always felt about horror films and why I love them and why they s- stood out to me as a child mm. growing up, at least, 
was that they were often stories about outcasts. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, from the get-go, there was popular kids, there were outcasts, mm. and someone killing them. Or, like, Jason was an outcast. Yeah. 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 Or in, you related like, to the serial killers, In the most extreme cases, <laughs> the killer was the weirdo, yeah. bullied, yeah. picked-on kid yeah. that then finally, 50 years later, is slaughtering the jocks, mm. the mm. cheerleaders, the yeah. people that bullied them. They had yeah. it coming. And uh, all their children. <laughs> <laughs> And that subconsciously, I think, really resonates with people being like, oh, finally, these people, yeah. I know these these sort of archetypes mm-hmm. and they make my life hell. Yeah. And finally, I'm watching a film when they are fair game, terrified yeah. oh. and at as much risk as I yeah. am yeah. in day to day life. Um, there's also like a level of theatricality. To yeah, yeah I, think, I, I think I think I buy in more to the theatricality theory myself. So there's that, you know, the killers are getting more and more theatrical and they're almost staged like mm. the performances yeah. of how a murder occurs yeah. and especially witches and why gay yes, men love it's witches. All in trend now. <laughs> Used to be vampires, now it's witches. <laughs> Then you look back on a lot of films in the 80s. I love 80s horror films. Yeah. I grew up With on the them. terrible effects. There's a lot of LGBT sort of undertones and representation in these mm. films. Uh, everyone should go watch Sleepaway Camp. It's an old 80s slasher flick to tell you why it <laughs> relates to this topic yeah. kind of ruins it. People go do your homework. <laughs> but... I saw that as a kid and I, it was my first exposure to the LGBTQI mm-hmm. community. I like totally, people- yeah. I think it goes hand in hand with like kind of queer culture and everything. Mm-hmm. Like take for instance, like American Horror Story. I think that's like- okay, I love American Horror I Story. I love it. I it mean, some seasons are really it. shit. But like, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's so camp and like gay and like there's like so much gayness in it. Yeah. Yeah. And like it gives great mm-hmm. Halloween outfit inspiration for everybody. <laughs> I saw an amazing drag queen on the weekend dressed as Myrtle Snow from- uh, uh, Oh, oh, I was so good, oh, and I think was, I think uh, Jinx Monsoon, Poly, Polyfiller did yeah. that in yeah. Brisbane. Yeah. Oh, was that who it yeah, was? Because I was like, they had the big red hair. I was yeah. like, this is amazing. I love yeah. it so much. And there are those kind of camp exaggerated characters in it yeah. as well, which I think goes back to the theatricality that you were yeah. talking about, Luke. Um, I personally am not very good with horror stuff. The last horror <laughs> oh, really? story, last time I saw something oh. oh really scary was I was in Adelaide for Adelaide Fringe and Karen from Finance, the drag queen, oh. mm. after our show, was like, do you want to go see a late night movie? We should go see Winchester. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what's that? I've never heard of it. She goes, oh, it's got Helen Mirren. I was like, oh, camp. Oh, oh, love it. Love we it. went to the cinema at midnight to watch it. We were the only people in the cinema oh, and it no. started. And I was like, what the fuck? And I watched the whole thing through a crack in my face. Really? Oh, my Wait, how, my old thumbs. <laughs> how old was I? Wait, how, how old was This was 10 months ago. With my thumbs in my ears for the whole thing. Yeah. But since you've told me this theory, I've been thinking about it more and more. Mm. And you're totally right. The stuff that I have watched Scream, the Scream yeah. franchise, yeah. the whole thing is camp except for Courtney Cox's fringe in the oh, third one. Stop oh, stop it. Fucking awful. It is that hideous. is a crime that against scary. humanity. <laughs> scary enough in itself. But also, I don't know if you've been watching the new Sabrina. Yeah, um, stop. And I know yeah. it's not as scary, but it is it's still quite definitely- quite spooky. Yeah, it is like, quite spooky. Yeah. That is camp. Like Miranda yeah. Otto There's, as one of the oh, aunties is fucking so camp. So good. I, I, um, yeah, I had day night with the boyfriend last night. Yeah. We ordered like a whole lot of Chinese food and we watched the first three episodes yeah. of Sabrina. Just so you know, that's not date night. Date night is when you do something. That's just sitting That is date night. That's Whatever just, uh, you don't get home with Chinese food. You don't know my life. <laughs> um, yeah, and we watched the first three episodes of Serena and we loved it. Like it's they're just amazing. like strong women, like strong female characters, yeah. and it's also and it's got queer elements to it. Like there's yeah. a, a non-binary. I mean, I haven't got through the, the whole season, so I don't know the full storyline. Yeah. But there's a non-binary character in there. Yeah. There's a gay character in there and stuff. Oh, I mean, the first intense. the first sex scene is like a gay, but scene. it's not a gay show. Yeah, 
yeah, no. There, there's only as much um, LGBTI touch points in there as you would find in any other show, but for some reason, it is camp. It's so good. Mm. I'm loving it so far. Highly recommend um, it. And even if you go back to, I mean, I know they went horror, horror, but as horror as you could get at their time, <laughs> things like The Addams Family and stuff, when oh, you go back yeah. to those early days of television, spooky. Like mainstream. Spooky, yeah. yeah. That it was camp, yeah, you know? Yeah, totally. Go, I mean, uh, Morticia. Like, yeah, what gay guy doesn't well, love Morticia? Yeah. yeah. I want to be her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even like witches, I guess, yeah. thinking yeah. about it. Hocus Pocus. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. It's all, yeah, you're totally right. I think the aspect of horror that I don't like is the scary stuff. Yeah. Like the real like jumpy in your face. Like, mm. I'm not about that. But the more camp fun stuff, like yeah. Hocus Pocus and stuff, I, was, I just didn't oh. think of it. Do you think it, it stands out? Though, because it's juxtapositioned against the horror stuff, that maybe that yeah. campness sticks out more. I, think so. I don't know. I, I said, definitely think. Would you, so. you would you consider Hocus Pocus a horror movie? Well, I mean, it's it's in the realm. Yeah. Yeah. Like like a, I would say yeah. it's, it's the like, a, it's like, it's like a, it's a kids movie, like, yeah. starter version. Yeah. 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 my first horror movie. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> no, I don't like gore. That's what I can't do. Like, I yeah. can't watch if it's just like torture porn, like and just no. people being cut open. Like, ugh, no. Yeah, I think horror's always had its roots in camp, and it's becoming more and more prevalent because they haven't had to subvert it or hide it under the layers mm-hmm. of yeah. popular film goers, what they're going to pay for. They had to hide the camp sort of deep down and that's what the LGBT, you know, yeah. fans that got addicted to the genre were actually seeing in the films. Mm-hmm. What yeah. about Australian horror? Like, uh, well, there have been Wolf some Creek. good ones. Wolf Creek, Wolf Cassandra Creek. McGrath's head on a stick. Oh that's camp. Yeah, that's yeah. scary. So the other night, Josh and I were in bed and he pulled up 60 Minutes on YouTube because like, he just really liked 60 Minutes. Yeah. There was like a situation like a year and a half ago where these two backpackers in South Australia <gasps> oh, yes. were yes. going from South Australia to the Great Ocean Road and they found someone on Gumtree no, and they no, were just no. like, yeah, I'll drive you there. And the Gumtree's whole- like Craigslist for mm-hmm. international... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 A very similar situation to Wolf Creek happened, and we watched the entire thing. Oh and like, goodness. oh my god! This also, to our international so wait, watches, the... Australia is a nice place. You can yeah. still visit. Not everyone's a serial killer. You watch no. the original movie? Not, no, no, no. So no. it's like a sixty-minute. Oh, sorry, you watch the story like, of yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we watch the, the story of it, and the two girls are actually in it, and they take them back to the beach of where it oh, happened, god. and they reenact <gasps> the whole oh, thing. God. And I was like, oh my god, like this is terrifying. That's so sixty minutes. Like, hey, one, like, hey victims yeah. of a really traumatic <laughs> experience, can you reenact this for like? One of them nearly got raped and the other one got bashed in the head with a hammer. And then, like, it was full, like, they were on top of the car, like, and the guy was trying to, like, shake her off the car. And, like, it was really intense. I was like, if this was a horror film, I would not go see it. Yeah. It's not Um, something that goes And then Saw Saw is Australian as well. Is it? Saw Australia originally? Yeah. I never watched those. So the first two Saws were filmed and written in Australia. And then the franchise was sold off to an American company. Oh, do you know what my favorite Australian horror is? Bubba Duke. I'm Bubba Shook about Bubba Duke. And then there was that whole thing about how it got, I think it got misplaced. In the categories on Netflix, and it was under queer films, yeah. and then just like <laughs> Bubba Duck became this like big queer icon, yeah. and then people were dressing up as like drag Bubba Duck yeah. for Halloween, and oh like it's God. so yeah. good. Miles but J it is a really it. good movie. I yeah, Miles J did the Bubba Duck. Did for, Bubba Duck. It was the Drag Race final, oh. like season nine or something. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. It's really. Do good. we class stuff like Party Monster as horror? Oh. Is that horror? I I probably would. Yeah, because yeah. that is fucking amazing. I don't know it what that is. It's um so it's the true story of James St James and. Um, Michael Michael Alec, Alec. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, who were like the, the boys that started the party scene mm-hmm. in yeah. um, the queer party scene yeah. in New York the um, club kids the club kids yeah. scene oh, okay. yep. I, I don't want to give anything away but watch it because it, it is so we need to like amazing. drop a list of all our jail, and I love you got yeah. out of jail flew to Australia and hosted a party <laughs> <straight away. laughs> 
Yeah, we need to drop a list for all our revolters yeah, to like yeah. watch all these great horror movies can that I, we recommend. Can I ask how you feel about, you know, the Dragula scene or the kind of connection that drag has? Can you explain what Dragula horror? is? I love Dragula. Can, oh can my you tell me what God. it is? So Dragula is a show that's been created by the Boulay brothers who are two horror queens from okay. America. Yeah. So it's a very similar sort of setup to RuPaul's Drag Race, but mm-hmm. a more like gory, filthy sort of underground version of it. It's a horror genre of the whole thing. So they do like different tasks where like they have to eat like animal organs and stuff. So it's not like do the runway. (laughs) Like they do a runway, but like each week is like a different. Oh, I did read about this. Yeah. Like one was like the seven sins and like another one was alien invaders. And it's like the anti-drag race. Yeah. It's the anti-drag race, which is amazing. It's it is bloody and gore and filthy. Like the filthiest thing I've ever seen. And camp. And super camp. Like, but it's the artistry that goes into it. Is yeah. so beautiful. I feel like Sharon Needle sort mm. of exposed oh, the yeah. mainstream to that horror culture yeah. and drag, but I'm sure it was around for much longer than oh, her. Mm-hmm. It's been around way longer. Dragula had the most disgusting thing. I've seen almost every single horror film in existence, yeah. and Dragula actually made me gag. Yeah. Really? Is it, is it just effects, though? or is No. It so Wait. this queen mopped, like, actually mopped, not mopped, mopped. Yeah. She mopped the stage... And then dunked it in the bucket and then drank the water yeah. out Not, of the mop. Oh, bucket. okay. I thought yeah. I could watch this. Maybe I can't watch this. It's, it's and intense, like but pulled it's good. hair out of it. What do you win like for that? Made. You become America's next super monster. Yeah. I think is cool, their yeah, like yeah. spin cool, on cool, it. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. And you win money and then oh. you travel the world. <laughs> So, we have another fan-suggested topic today. Of the sexy variety. (laughs) And, of course, the shady powers that be chose me to talk about it. (laughs) Because I talk about sex publicly all the time, you know, and I love it. You won't stop. Obviously, like, I'm not awkward in the slightest about it. Anyway, it it got suggested that we discuss the best sex we've ever had. Which... I think would be really interesting considering that we all, well, most of us have shared some horrific stories. So I thought we could all share stories. You first. Oh, you, you first. Oh, shocking. <laughs> Great. Cool. I'm not red in the face. It's I've been waiting all week for this. <laughs> I was just going to, okay. So when I started dating my boyfriend earlier this year. <sighs> uh, <laughs> Your very hot, muscly boyfriend from the yes. farm. Yeah. Uh, big punk. We we actually didn't make Boom Boom for like a month. Oh my <laughs> like, God. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. It was like a whole thing. Everything was going really, really well. The second day we, we made out for like an hour in his car, like when he dropped me home. I'm like, what's happening? Like, why aren't we having sex? Like, and then I was like, I thought maybe we were like incompatible. Mm. I met his friends for the first time. We went to the aquarium. It was like some drinking night. And we got plastered and we stumbled home and let rip. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a fart. (laughs) Oh, oh, no, I shouldn't say that. Let's not compare it to that. That is the worst description of sex. And it was glorious. Um, And I think it was really good because, like, it was so pent up for like so long yeah i later on found out that we didn't do it because a friend of his told him if he really liked me he wouldn't have sex oh, with i hate that. that i hate and that he went with it and i was like what <laughs> i thought i was like a freak for this long and we did it again the next morning the shower it was awesome <laughs> i've yeah. never seen you so comfortable discussing totally a topic comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> i loved talking about sex what was the real reason that you didn't have sex for a month 
But it was, it was, was genuinely it? because he was uh, he was holding out because he thought it would be bad. It wouldn't look good if he had sex with you. Yeah, I think so. Really? I hate okay. that rule. It's like, like kind of heteronormative. Like, I mean, he's yeah. <laughs> no, I know it's not his yeah. fault. Like, he's and been, I think it's kind of really he's sweet. Been, after it's, like, he's been yeah. told that, and he and he believed what he was told. But I just don't yeah. know where yeah. that comes from. Like, yeah, yeah. Where did we come up with the idea that if you like someone, you shouldn't fuck them? It's that do, old do we school. think there's any links with being like batshit crazy and amazing sex? Because uh, oh, that's a good. I think that's yeah because okay. Remember in previous story how I told you about how my ex let himself into my house and was like watching me sleep. I'm pretty sure I stayed with him for a year because... Yeah, yeah I've had sex with some psychopaths that have been really good at sex. And I am a psychopath yeah. and I'm yeah, really so good at sex. Know. So, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think there's a big link there. <laughs> but it's not 100% hard and fast. Nah. I was going to say, ask Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and our exes. Oh, my God. <laughs> right in. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> I was really confused when this question came through because yeah. it kind of framed it in a way that we have told a lot of sex stories and they're often <laughs> horrific <laughs> or not good. You're like, and I was really confused because those are my, I think I've, Shared all my best sex <laughs> positive. See, normal story. people wouldn't consider <laughs> those are your positive stories. Yeah. Well, for, wow. for you, you consider yeah. them the best because they're the yeah. best story. But normal people don't consider bleeding or hospital visits or. <laughs> yeah, I was just a blank. I was like, but I yeah. told all of my best. It, 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 I think they mean. <laughs> do you have any memories of sex where at the end the other person's just gone? That was nice, or that was good, or thanks for that, and then you just sort of roll over and go to sleep, and no one has to have any stitches. <laughs> no Uber eats delivery men are knocking at the door anything like that no (laughs) (laughs) I like a high five Uh, oh yeah I like a good high five. Yeah. yeah. Good job. <laughs> good job. Now take, We're both alive. Now call triple zero and get an ambulance. <laughs> if you have a hand. So I was thinking about it yeah. and being with Josh, <laughs> I've actually had some of the most amazing sex That's in my life. Oh. I've had a lot of sex. Like sex is fun, but like I can't remember having a lot of great sex or like a lot of bad sex. It's sort of just all very mediocre. <laughs> and then I realized the last time I had really good sex was when I was 16 with one of my high school boyfriends who was incredible in bed. And yeah. And, yeah, and I was just like, oh my god, holy shit, I've been having average sex for how long now? <laughs> that ain't living. <laughs> yeah, no, but like, honestly, Josh and I have the most amazing sex I've ever had in my life. Like, Good for you. And quite frequent as well. Yeah. From what I've heard. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, from watching, like, from standing, outside, outside. Like, standing outside your bedroom <laughs> window, watching Just it. like, oh, wow. Luke's here again, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I drew you a picture. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's like twice a day at this point. Good it's Lord. a fair amount. Amazing. It's crazy. I've never had this much sex That's in my life. That's nearly as much as I wank. Yeah. <laughs> Josh is under the table no, right now. <laughs> it, like, it's amazing. Because like, he likes fucking like. me, I like Which is why him. I don't get that rule about like, don't fuck someone if you like them. Yeah. You don't want to mm. spoil it. I think like the first sort of two weeks that we were sort of unsure about what was happening, yeah. we didn't because we worked together. Yeah, that's So that's different. a slightly yeah. sort of different situation. But once we were both just like, okay, it's on. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, bam. Bam, bam, let's go. <laughs> I think the difference between having random hookups and having sex with Josh mm-hmm. is that I actually care about yeah. how he's feeling in the moment mm-hmm. and if what I'm doing is actually bringing him pleasure or not. Yeah. And I yeah. said to him last night, I get off watching you get off. That's yeah. what turns me on the most and that's what brings me the most pleasure. And I think, and he was just like, that's how I feel about you. And I think that's why we have such good sex and we like just have such a good connection. I think, There's like, some yeah. emotional Stop. depth there. Yeah. yeah. It's There's not a transaction. Like, I just, I want to make sure you're okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, for you guys, is like, hot sex, like, with random hookups or, like, with someone that you're, like, dating or in a relationship with? Because, like, I've never been able to hook up with someone that I don't, like, previously. Like, I can't just meet someone and be like, oh, you, why don't you know your name? Let's do it. 
Like oh I need God. to like know you. Jeez. Like <laughs> yeah. I've had most of my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well yeah, I mean like yeah. we're obviously all very Where's different. the nearest public toilet? <laughs> <laughs> I have had some incredible sex with partners and a third mm. person, but yeah. I wouldn't say the best. I had sex with chicken nuggets once. That was <laughs> very transactional. I mean, it's always a sexual experience with chicken nuggets. Like for <laughs> chicken nuggets or with Were you paid nuggets? in chicken nuggets? <laughs> I was upset because I didn't get condiments. Yeah. And I was like, I can't believe I've come here and oh you didn't even God. have some, like mayo or dipping <laughs> sauce. <laughs> Do you have a condiment? Look, <laughs> 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 oh God, made me laugh. <laughs> Your face cracked a little. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've had a... a a really large amount of sex I've had orgies I've had sex with men wow. I've had sex with women older guys younger guys mm. in fact I think I talked about it in the last or the second last episode yeah. my friends and I were working out trying to work out how many people we'd had sex with and we think it's around about half a thousand people Wait, like for- that's a school. <laughs> yeah, like you individually. <laughs> you individually. Sorry, they're not children. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, like mathematically, I was working out like you know your average, however many. <laughs> Poor Kyle's face. Oh yeah. my god. Wait, like you, Kyle, like, like not like listen, not you and someone. Do you know? Novel. I remember being your age and having a, a slightly older gay friend who was in his early thirties and having this exact. I went to uni with him and we had this exact conversation and I was mortified that he said this. This is so funny. I'm having the weirdest deja vu. Yeah. But I promise you, when you get to your early 30s it's not going to seem so weird that someone is saying this but yeah somewhere around about the 500 people mark cool, cool, when you cool, average cool, out cool, how cool, many cool, cool, it's cool. fine it's fine oh, cool, Breathe. Cool. anyway but the best sex I can remember having was with my last proper boyfriend so we met I th- I've also talked about this we met at Midsummer Festival playing with some lesbians kids that they have like the rainbow family yeah, section set up this going back yes, to yes. kids no. and I don't know why <laughs> no we both like in, like we love kids and we were with friends and Too there was much. like yeah. it was in the, the rainbow family section and we were playing with these kids and he was playing with the kids as well and he was like oh hey I'm Sam well I'll say his name Sammy and I was like hi I'm Thomas and we started chatting we had mutual friends we became friends that was years before we started dating we both had boyfriends in that time we stayed in touch we were friends and I always had this massive crush on him and then we were both single we started chatting again and it was really regular and I was like I think he's interested but he's so fucking hot there's no way he's interested then he was going to India for three months and the night before he went he we were chatting he's like I'd really like I'm gonna be honest I find you really attractive I really want to hang out with you I'd like to make out with you blah 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 Mm. came around we had some dinner we had some drinks we had a great conversation and we started fucking and we fucked till dawn I blew seven (laughs) well we both blew seven times literally just fuck shower sit on the couch fuck shower sometimes we didn't even stop between blows like we just kept going and going until dawn you like a raisin afterwards yeah no my dick was so (laughs) sore the next day but he then raced home grabbed his bags and went to India for three months and then he got back and we ended up dating for two years and it was amazing relationship and he's a beautiful person we're still very good friends but I I remember that as being like the best most intense like just and then the whole relationship he basically took you to India with him yeah (laughs) you inside him like Jesus we we, we flipped up and and also because I think there was like two years of pent up attraction to each other what about makeup sex oh like just rage banging someone (laughs) rage banging yeah I was like rage I'm like wait no we do say fuck (laughs) rage fucking someone no Um, it's like post fight when you're then reconnect Oh, yeah. Sorry. Have you ever had sex with someone while you're still fighting? And you're yeah. like, yes, we just did that and that was hot, but I still hate you. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, Josh and I don't fight. We have disagreements and then we get over it very quickly. Like, Through sex. With, <laughs> no, like, within like five minutes, though. Yeah. We've never had like a screaming match or anything, but like, there was one like disagreement that went for like two hours. <laughs> 
which isn't that long. Like, it's not even a big deal. But then, like, straight afterwards, <laughs> it was, like, three times in a row we had sex. And wow. it was just, like, that, that was yeah. good. Cool. Yep. <laughs> good apology. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We're good. <laughs> I've, had, I've had sex with people that I actively dislike that I'm not even dating. Oh. That I have, you know, on the scene, you run into regular I'm people. I'm sitting right <laughs> here, Tom. Oh. I would totally hate fuck you, Luke. <laughs> I would absolutely hate fuck you. Well, thanks for another gorgeous uh, little yeah. podcast. Nice to have us all back together. Please don't go anywhere anytime soon. Oh my God, yeah. I survived. <laughs> <laughs> That's over. <laughs> um, yeah, don't forget to get on all our socials. Also, yeah. join our group because we add a lot of really cool, interesting stuff there. Have some cool discussions. And there are other cool people in yeah. there. Yeah. yeah that's right. I feel yeah. like we're setting on people up. In my mind, we are anyway. Yeah. <laughs> people are meeting people. Yeah. No, there's some really cool people in there. And we secretly recorded this entire episode in our underwear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> Well, one oh, of that's actually not, in, not, entirely not entirely a joke. We, really no, do. No. We, we don't have shoes on. It is a 33 degree day today, everybody. It's quite warm. So we sweated through it. We got to yeah. the end. Yeah. And thanks like again a, yeah. for Woo-hoo. tuning in. Don't forget to support your local drag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for listening, everyone. We'll see you all next yeah. week. Spooky ooky. Oh, write in with some of your sex stories. Yeah. <laughs> that'd, be that'd be good. And we'll read them out. <laughs> that's really opening up pen. Pandora's box. Yeah. Who's Pandora? (laughs) (laughs) Bye. 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 (laughs) If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.